You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. So, the bomb clock that wasn't seems to almost be a setup, doesn't it? I, you know, to I don't know. It just seems that way. It seems to scream. We just want people to scream. Everything is anti-Islam. Everything is anti-Islam. In a related story, whites only signs and black signs were posted over the water fountains at the University of Buffalo. Calls of racism. Evil whites were trying to institute Jim Crow all over again. Cries broke out across the campus of the University of Buffalo. Racism. Someone had posted white-only and black-only signs near several bathrooms, water fountains. It brought up feelings of the past, a past that our generation has never seen, which I think is why it's, it's, why it's so shocking. White only, black only. More than more than a hundred, hundreds actually, of students turned out to the black student union meeting to discuss the signs. They were upset. They were mad. And then in the middle of this meeting, at the black student union meeting, Ashley Powell, a black graduate student, stood up in the meeting and said, um, excuse me, um, I, uh, I hung the signs. Yeah, <laughs> I hung the signs. Um, guess what? It was a part of an art project. Oh, oh, okay. I got to add the, this story says students were reportedly outraged and walked out. I mean, they were pissed. The cries of racism, Jim Crow laws. Oh, it was a black person who was doing an art project that did it. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, I was talking about the bomb clock story that really wasn't a bomb, but, you know, a suitcase. And uh, a couple other things related to that story. Um, You know, there's zero tolerance in all the schools, which we seem, we, you and I, hear it and have said it all the time for many years now. Look, where's the common sense? You know the kid had a knife in his car. It was a butter knife. They were moving. You saw it. You reported There's no need for him to get kicked out of school. It was a butter knife in his car. Zero tolerance. So when we have a kid that brings a suitcase clock that appears to be a bomb and we get no, nothing happens because it's anti-Muslim to think that it's bad, 
and the zero tolerance rules were brought to us by uh, many of different thinking ilk in our government. And we just let it happen. Ah, It's fine. Don't worry about it. But now we're going to co-opt it. We're going to make it so our president, uh, we've got people crying, hey, this is horrible, let him go, Mohammed, let him go, let him go. And our president, come to the White House. This is what we need in America is more science. More science. Come to the White House. I have a couple of things. Uh, Two things to think about here just for a second. If you look at the bomb clock that wasn't, I mean, I guess it was a clock. It wasn't a bomb. Uh, There's no way that A, Prior to this story, would that kid get on an airplane with that suitcase? TSA would—he'd probably be arrested right there, as a matter of fact. But there's no way he gets on get that particular item gets on the plane. No way. B, let's say it does get on the plane. Let's say it does make it, and he gets off the plane and he hops a little cab from Reagan and takes it over to the White House and drives up to the White House and says, I want to show the president my science project and tries to get through the security to get into the White House. No way that goes through security to get into the White House. No way. Not before this. Not a chance. So when you start thinking that it was just harassment and anti-Islam because of the bomb clock that wasn't, is now it's all because it was it, we're all, all upset and treating this kid uh, badly because it was all about uh, Islam. Uh, no, anti-Islam, it wasn't. Okay, anti-Islam, it wasn't. So where are you at watching Walking Dead? All right, look, I was looking at this story. The top ten best TV shows in history. Uh, strictly, it's more favorite shows, really. But they, the Hollywood Reporter, interviewed about twenty eight hundred people uh, in the industry. Not those I love their their uh, their outlook on things to determine what the best TV shows were. Okay, and this list, I'll give you the list, and then we can go over it a little bit. Friends, number one; Breaking Bad, number two; X Files, number three. Game of Thrones, number four. Seinfeld, number five. The Sopranos, number six. Saturday Night Live. I Love Lucy. Mad Men, The Simpsons. Those are the top ten that people in the industry think are the you know their favorite shows. Uh, I'll give you The Sopranos. Mad Men, maybe. Game of Thrones, yeah. Where is uh, House of Cards? Uh... I get, I'll give you maybe Breaking Bad, the total thing. Friends. Uh, Seinfeld, yeah. And, uh, friends was more of a, I'm sorry to do this to you, friends. Right. I love you, but uh, you're more of a time slot hit. Okay, You were great, and we loved all your characters and everything. But uh, it was Jerry that uh, held us on NBC on Thursdays and then. I know you were on all kinds of things. We were on a long time. I got it. Okay, but you wouldn't be there. Jerry was the man. 
Okay, Seinfeld was the man for you. I love Lucy. Still ranks up there. I mean, she was uh, that was a front runner. Lucille Ball was tremendous. But then we, I mean, you have there's all kinds of shows that aren't out here. I was, you know, the uh, and some of them in today's world it's so much different. I mean, we have we have Netflix, right? We got the we've got we can binge watch all these shows. You can binge watch we binge watch most of these shows on Netflix. But you don't have a, you know, there's a House of Cards for sure. Uh, will probably end up. I mean, if you've got uh, if you have Game of Thrones. Uh, the Killing, Longmire, Black uh, Blacklist. Oh my gosh, those are just modern shows. You know, newer shows that are that are uh, you know top. And what other show isn't on this list? What other show isn't on this list? I wonder what other show isn't on this list. And it's kind of a surprise that this show isn't on the list because geez, it's been number one ranked show in cable, probably one of the most watched shows. Of of all time on cable, yet it isn't on this list. Why isn't it on this list? It's a surprise that it isn't on this list because it would seem to me that a show that had great ratings and now it won't play, of course. Why would it play? Why would it play? Eh. Why would you want volume on that when you needed it? I turned it up. Ha. The Walking Dead. Are you kidding me? The Walking Dead is not on this list. Please. You got Breaking Bad on here, but not Walking Dead. You got a Mad Men on here, maybe the first couple seasons, but not Walking Dead. The Simpsons absolutely need to be on this list. You have Saturday Night Live. Shut up. I mean, Saturday Night Live is an iconic show, so I'll give, I'll give you that. It's an, it is an iconic show. X-Files, no. Stop it. Walking Dead should be there. Top 10. Easy. And I'm not talking about Fear the Walking Dead, the new series. I'm talking about The Walking Dead, AMC's original The Walking Dead, which that new season is coming up in about four weeks, by the way. Cannot wait. And we will also bring back uh, Talking Walking Dead uh, when that happens with uh, my co-host Aaron Hernandez, who runs things up in New York for this show. Uh, he and I do a podcast uh, called Talking Walking Dead as we as we recap the episode of the previous week's Walking Dead and look ahead and see what could possibly be happening in the future. And we discuss everything Walking Dead. So look for that podcast under the Jeff Fisher page on uh, theblaze.com slash radio. And, uh, you know, we'll do that as soon as The Walking Dead gets back up and running. Now, they do have the new fear of The Walking Dead up. Uh, and we've been through, what is it, Aaron? Aaron is uh, there in New York uh, this morning. So uh, we, we this third at three episodes now? Three episodes. See? Okay. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, the new Walking Dead uh uh, it ain't doing it for me. No, it's not it nothing. Doing it for me. N- not even a little bit. I am telling you, I am trying the hardest possible. I'm sitting through it. I'm sitting through it. I'm trying to find something to grasp onto, and very little, very, very little. If it wasn't for the whole just the Walking Dead thing, I'd probably be gone. I like the fact that this new episode is developing. Um, 
uh, you know, finally is starting to move with the military coming in here in the last episode. I um, know. And I like I know. the fact that they are bringing in some actual interesting characters because uh, the main cast couple. is a little. Mm, right. I'll give you that. I definitely give right. You that. There's nobody to put my arms around. And this last episode, I mean, the dad who I like, I got, I have to remember his stupid name. Uh, he's a was a te- you know they both were teachers in Los Angeles, and uh, you know they're at least the wife who I'm not real crazy about, but she at least is get you see where she's realizing um, we have to kill these people and we don't have to worry about it because they are going to kill us or we need to kill them. And it's not murder; it's life saving. And she's almost there. I mean, she, if she's not there, she's pretty darn close. And the husband is like way off. I mean, yeah, he thinks we can still hug him and bring him back and say everything's okay. He's the and, weak character in this. And the you know the the as the kid as the old man is uh, showing uh, showing the kid about the gun, and he comes in and he's so pissed. Can't believe that the wife is letting this guy teach their son about guns. And the old guy is like, hey, you know, it's uh, the gun isn't the one that does the killing. <laughs> it's kind of not that, uh, yeah. No, the gun isn't the one that does the killing. And the wife is like, I didn't see the harm. Yeah, I didn't see the harm because guess what? We're all going to be shooting people real soon. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. I don't want to make you mad, but I have a feeling a couple of the stories I want to talk about this week are going to really have you spinning, steaming, stomping. Wait a minute. That's that's what they did to me. I'll share them with you anyway. Please join us. Pure Opelka. Saturdays, 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network.